Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. It's a little rainy here where we are at, but that's okay because God has blessed us with this rain. And you know, we need this rain for us and for the animals, for our food. And so we thank the Lord for these rain today. And we thank Lord for this word that you're giving us to read today. We ask, Lord, that you would help us to understand this word, Father, and to use this word in our lives today and in every day. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you continue to direct us, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this word, and thank you for the blessing that you have poured upon us today, Lord. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Okay, today we are going to have quite a lot. We have some surprises for the ladies and for some of you history buffs out there. Um, but let's first get into this word because this is the most important out of everything, right? All right, let's get started. Now that... <clears throat> We left off at uh, chapter 9 and 22 of Nehemiah. So let's pick up from there. Okay? All right. Moreover, thou gavest them king kingdoms and nations. And didst divide them into corners. So they possessed the land of Hishon, a Sishon, and the land of the king of Heshbon, and the land of Og, king of Bashan. Their children also multiplied thou as the stars of the heavens, and broughtest them, and broughtest them into the land concerning which thou hadst promised to their fathers that they should go in to possess. So the children went in and possessed the land, and thou subdued, and thou subduest before them the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, and gavest them into their land with their kings and the people of the land that they might do with them as they would. And they took strong ethics and a fat land and possessed houses full of all goods, wells digged, vineyards and, uh, and olive yards, and fruit trees in abundance. So they did eat and were filled and became fat and delighted themselves in thy great goodness. Nevertheless, they were disobedient and rebelled behind their backs and rebelled against thee and cast thy law behind their backs and slew thy prophets, which testified against them to turn them to thee. And they wrought great provocations. I'm going to pause here for a second because you see this today. Um, people start out with nothing and they 
turn to God. And the Lord blesses them. And then they forget about God. And they begin to do all sorts of things in the world. Okay? Um, you have so many situations where the parents, uh, they were strong, worshiping people. And everyone knows their, their families. But then the next generation comes. And they start leaning away from that. And they start getting fat, and they start forgetting about God. And by the time the following generation comes, they've completely, what you know, God's not even in the picture anymore. And this is something we need to take heed of in our lives and our families to make sure that God is in our families always. When we see our family members straying outside the box, don't be shy. Don't be saying, oh, well, they're grown now. They have to make their own decision. That's true. However, we are still accountable because we're here and we see it and we don't say nothing. It, just like if we'd be accountable if it was somebody outside we saw was doing something that wasn't proper and we didn't say anything. So in the word, it says, if you don't say anything, it means you're allowing it to go on because you agree with it. Even if you don't agree with it, it's saying that you agree with it. So it doesn't make any difference whether it's your family or whether it's somebody outside. It's worse because this is your family and you should be watching even though you're not in their lives. They're not your little ones anymore. They're grown up. You still watch. And when you see things that's not right, hey, call them on it. And yeah, they're going to argue back with you and they're not, and they're not even going to listen sometimes. They're going to yell, scream back at you and Tell you why ah, those the old ways and all that. Let them talk. Let them talk. And while they talking, you pray. And you say, Lord, fix this. Because now I have told them. And don't stop telling them. Every time you get a chance. Don't press them all the time. But every time you see it happen, say, hey, you're doing it again. I told you. Okay. Okay. Don't say nothing else. Just pray. I guarantee you the Lord will change that quick. Because I've seen it happen with my own family. Okay? So I'm just telling you. Look. No one care how old they get. They're still your kids. They're still your family members. Whether it's your kids, your cousins, your sister's kids. They're still family members. Look out for them. Okay? All right, let's 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 get back into the word. Therefore, thou deliverest, verse 27. Therefore, thou deliverest them into the hands of their enemies who vexed them. And in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. And according to thy metaphor, mercies, thou gavest them saviors who saved them out of the hands of their enemies. But after they had rest, they did evil again before thee. Therefore, 
Lettest thou them in the hands of their enemies, so that they had the dominions over them. Yet when they returned and cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. And many times didst thou deliver them according to their, thy mercies, and testified against them that thou mightest bring them again unto thy law. Yet they dwelt proudly and hearkened not unto thy commandments, but sinned against thy judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. Now you see, that's what I'm talking about right there. Which if a man do, he shall live in them. And with and withdrew the shoulder and hardened their necks and would not hear. Yet many years didst thou forbid them and testifiest against them by the Spirit in thy prophets. Yet would they not give ear. Therefore gavest thou them into the hands of the people of the lands. Nevertheless, for they for thy great mercies sake thou didst not utterly consume them nor forsook them for thou art a gracious and merciful god now therefore our god the great the mighty and the terrible god who keepest covenant and mercy let not all the troubles seem little before thee that hath come unto us on our kings, on our princes, and on our priests, and on our prophets, and on our fathers, and on all thy people, since the time of the kings of, of Asia until this day. How built thou art just in all that is brought upon us, for thou hast done right, but we have done wickedly. Never have our kings, our princes, our priests, nor our fathers kept thy law, nor hearkened unto thy commandment, and thy testimonies wherewith thou didst testify against them. For they have not served thee in their kingdom, and in thy great goodness that thou gavest them. Great goodness that thou gavest to them. And in the large and fat land which thou gavest before them, neither turn, the, the, uh, neither turn they from their wicked works. Behold, we are servants this day, and for the land that thou gavest unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the goods thereof, behold, we are servants in it. And it yieldeth much increase unto the kings whom thou hadst set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and over our cattle at their pleasure, and we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it, and our princes, Levites, and priests sealed unto it. Now, they are talking about several things here. 
if you remember back at the very beginning, okay, I think it was uh, Samuel told them, if if we if we uh, if you don't want to hear from me, then and you want a king, then the Lord will give you a king, but the that king will own you. Basically, you'll be servants for that king. You'll serve that king and you will have to, you know, do what he tells you. Okay. And this has, this is what they're talking about has come about to this day. To this day, our people are still under somewhat of a king. When at the beginning they weren't, all they had to do was follow God and do what he said, which was basically in the commandments. But man couldn't do that. And he still is not doing it today. Even though God has sent his son. <laughs> man is still tripping. And this is why it's so important for us to watch and be careful. We must be watchers of our households. Not just our household itself. Our household, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, close friends and relatives, those who marry in. Okay? All right. Let's move on. Chapter 10. Now, those that, those that sealed were... Now, we're going to have a whole list of names here, okay? Um, so, we're gonna, I'm going to try to go through this quickly. Nehemiah, Tishatha, the son of Hakathia, and Zikajah, Zeriah, Ezra, Jeremiah, Pasher, Am Amarasha, Malachijah, Hattash, Shibaniah, Melk, 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 Haram, Nehemoth, Obadiah, Daniel, Jinnidon, Baruch, Mejulah, Abijah, Mitjamin, Maaziah, Bilagi, Shimeah. These were the priests. And the Levites, both Jeshua, the son of Azanah, Benanah of the son of Hinnadad, Kitniel, and their brethren, Shibanah, Hodijah, Kilatha, Pelahana, Mitchka, Rohab, Ashabia, Zakur, Zeriba, Shibanah, Hodijah, Bani, Benanu, the chief of the people, Parash, Pathamoab, Elam, Zathu, Zathu, Bani, Buni, Azglad, Rabia, Adonijah, Bigvai, Adam, Atta, Hikajah, 
Azur, Haji, Hadija, Hashum, Bize, Harif, Anathoth, Niabia, Mapiash, Mishalem, Mishabel, Zadak, Jadua, Pal. Paul Atia, Hana Anna, Anaya, Hoshia, Hanania, Hashrab, Halohash, Biloha, Shobek, Recham, Hashabana, Maashia, Maashia, Mas Masasia. Ma Asia and Ahaja Hana Ahna Melak Haran and Baania and the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, the porters, the singers, the Nethams, and all they that had separated themselves from the people of the land unto the law of God, their wives, their sons, and their daughters. Every one having knowledge and having understanding, they cleaved to their brethren, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into an oath to walk in God's law. Uh, notice where they say they cleaved to their brethren, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into the an oath to walk in the law. So you know that in the um, in the law there was the curse, <laughs> and there's the law. Okay, so if you don't follow the law, you fall you fall under the curse. So that's what they mean by that. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. Um, which was given by Moses, the servant of God, and to observe and do all the commandments of the Lord our God and his judgments and his statutes, and that we would not give our daughters unto the people of the land, nor take their daughters for our sons. And if the people of the land bring, bring where or any victuals on the Sabbath day to sell, that we would not buy it or of them, on the Sabbath. You see? No buying, no selling on the Sabbath. Okay? So, think about that when you're in church. I know a lot of churches do this because they be trying to um, sell you their tapes, uh, sell Bibles, sell d different things. Not on the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a holy day. It's not a day for selling and buying. That, so that's why it's not done on the Sabbath. Uh, let's read that again. And if the people of the land bring ware or any victuals on the Sabbath day to sell, that we would not buy it of them on the Sabbath or on the holy day, and that we would leave the seventh year and the exactions of every debt. So, 
They would not buy and sell on the Sabbath. They do not buy and sell on the holy days, the holies of holies, okay? They will, um, they do every seven years have to return to the person who owes debt. In other words, if you've been, if you owe a debt and you've been working a person's land or you've been working in their house or you've been paying them back, but you haven't paid them completely in the seven years, but you've been paying them. You know what? When the seventh year comes, that debt is dropped. You see? How many people do that today? No, they don't. They just keep right on. Yeah, you owe me, man. You got to pay me back at all. I want every penny of it. Same thing with the land. If you're a farmer and you're working the land, on the seventh year, that land is not supposed to be worked. That land is supposed to rest. And anything that's on the land gets taken by past buyers, you know, people or animals just hungry. That's what it's there for. You're supposed to prepare the year before on the sixth year to have enough for the seventh year. So that's where, back in the day, that's where people used to do a lot of canning. Because they would put that stuff away so that they have it not just for that year, but for the next year. See? People would can the food. They would salt, preserve the food so they'd have it for the next year. Okay, let's move on. Also, we made ordinances for us to charge ourselves yearly with the third part of the shackle for the service of the house of God. Okay, let, let's get into that. We made ordinances for us to charge ourselves yearly with the third part of the shackle. Tithe offering. Okay. For the shoe bread and for the continual meat offering and for the continual burnt offering of the Sabbaths, of the new moons, for the set feast and for the holy things and for the sin offerings to make an atonement for Israel and for all the work of the house of our God. And we cast the lots among the priests and the Levites and the people for the wood offerings to bring it into the house of our God. After the house of our fathers, at times appointed year by year to burn upon the altar of the Lord our God, as it is written in the word. Now, we don't do burnt offerings anymore, but we surely do offerings and tithes. And these are the time, the years, when they should be collected. Okay. And to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruits of our fruit of our all trees, year by year, unto the house of the Lord, also the firstborn of our sons and of our cattle. And as it is written in the law, and the firstlings of our herbs and of our flocks to bring to the house of our God unto the priests that ministered in the house of our God. Now, a lot of people do not bring their children 
especially your firstborn, when they are born and you're supposed to. Those children are supposed to be brought before the minister, the priest, or whatever, and they're supposed to be dedicated back to God. Let's get on that. Churches out there, I know you hear me. Let's get on that. That's important. Let's dedicate those first children back to the Lord. That's what we're supposed to have been doing. All right? Okay. And that we should bring the first fruits of our dough and, and our offerings and the first fruits of all manner of trees, of wine, of oil unto the priest, to the chambers of the house of our God, and the tides of our ground unto the Levite that the same Levites might have the tithes in all the cities of our tillage. And the priest, the sons of Aaron, shall be with the Levites when the Levites take tithes. And the Levites shall bring up the tithes of the tithes unto the house of our God, to the chambers, unto the treasure house. For the children of Israel and the children of Levites shall bring the offering of corn and of new wine and of oil unto the chambers where are the vessels of the sanctuary and to the priests that minister and the porters and the singers and we will not forsake the house of our God. You know, if people did these things. You know, you have all these functions in the church and you're trying to figure out where's this money coming from? How are we going to do this? Well, if you're still bringing in the all to the house and you're still giving donations at the right time of the year, okay, all of that will increase and churches won't have the problems that they're having. But you're having those problems because you're not in tune with God. You got your own programs going, but they don't include God. <laughs> they leave him out of the equation. Okay, enough said. And the rulers of the people dwelt at Jerusalem. The rest of the people also cast lots to bring one of ten to dwell in Jerusalem. The holy city and the nine parts to dwell in the other cities. And the people blessed all the men that willingly offered themselves to dwell at Jerusalem. Now these are the chiefs of the province that dwelt in Jerusalem. But in the cities of Judah dwelt every one in his possession in their cities to wit. Israel, the priests, and the Levites, and the Nevins, and the children of Solomon's servants. And at Jerusalem dwelt certain of the children of Judah, and of the children of Benjamin. Of the children of Judah was Athiah, the son of Yusa, and the son of Zechariah, the sons of Amariah, and the sons of Shephanah the sons of Mahalaleel, of the children of Pet Perez. 
and Masana, the son of Barak, the son of Kohaz, the son of Haziah, the son of Ajiah, the son of Joab, Joarib, the son of Zechariah, the son of Shilonah. Now, all the sons of Perez that dwelt at Jerusalem were four hundred and three score and eight valiant men. And these are the sons of Benjamin, Salu, the son of Mishalem, the son of Joel, the son of Pediah, the son of Koya, the son of Maziah, the son of Iphiel, the son of Jeziah. And after him, Gabiah, Salai, nine hundred and twenty and eight. And Joel, the son of uh, Zikri, was their overseer. And Judah, the son of Zenuah, was second over the city. Of the priests, Jediah, the son of Joarib, Joarib and Jachin, uh, Zerah, the son of Hilkah, the son of Mishalem, and the son of Zadok, the son of Mikra, Mik, yeah, Mikraoth, the son of Ashitab, and the ruler of the house of God. And their brethren that did the work of the house were eight hundred and twenty and two. And Adajah the, and Adaniah, the son of Jeraham, the son of Pelalah, Peliah, the son of Amaz, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pasher, the son of Mitchka, and his brother, chief of the fathers, 242. And Amasha, and the son of Azarel, the son of Ahasia, Ahasia, the son of Mishalimoth, the son of Immer, and their brother, mighty men of valor, of 128. And their overseer was Zab Zebedel, the son of one of the great men, also the Levites, Shimona, the son of Habisham, the son of Asakah, the son of Hash Hashabiah, the son of uh, Bunny, <laughs> the Shabbatha, and Josabed of the chief of the Levites had the oversight of the outward business of the house of God. And Maltina, the son of Mitchka, and the son of Sabdit, the son of Ashpheth, was the principal to begin the thanksgiving in the prayer. And Bab Babuia the second among his brethren, and Abadad the son of Shamua, the son of Galal, the son of Jed Jedutham, 
all the Levites in the holy city were two hundred four score and four. Moreover, the porters, Akam, Talmud, and their brethren that kept the gates were a hundred and seventy and two. And the residue of Israel of the priests and the Levites were in the, all the cities of Judah. And every one of his inheritance. But the Nithams dwelt in Ophel and Zichah and Gisbah, where over the Nephites. The overseers also of the Levites of Jerusalem was Uzi, the son of Bani, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Matanua, the son of Mitchka, of the son of Ashva, of Asp, the singer, was over the business of the house of God. For it was the king's commandment concerning them that a certain portion should be for the prayer due for every day. And Pithiah, the son of Mishabel, of the children of Zaphorah, and the son of Judah, was at the king's hand in all matters concerning the people. And for the villagers with their fields, some of the children of Judah dwelt at Kinjarabba, and in the village thereof was at Debon, and in the village thereof, and at Jekazel, Jekabzel, and in the village thereof, and at Jeshua, Jeshua, and at Moda, and at Bethlehem, and at Hazashual, and at Beersheba, and in the village thereof, and at Ziklag, and at Melkanah, and in the villages thereof, and at Embriam, no, that's wrong, and at Inrimam, and Zariah, and at Jamoth, Zonah, Adulam, and Oz, their village, at Lekish, at Lakish, sorry, at Lakish, and the field thereof, at Azekah, and in the village thereof. And they dwelt from Beersheba unto the valley of Hinnom. The children also of Benjamin from Gibeah dwelt at Mishmash and Ahijah and Bethel and in their villages. And at Anathoth, Nob, and Anna, Hazaramath, Gitim, Gitayim, Hadid, Zebium, Nibial, Niblat, Lot, 
and Ono, the Valley of Craftmen. And the Levites were divisions in Judah and in Benjamin. Wow. Okay. Let's move on. I think this is going to be... Uh, yeah, this will probably be the last because I want to um, move on to some other things. Okay? Alright. Now, these are the priests and the Levites that were up with Zebel, the son of Shelatiel and Jesua. Seriah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Mulak, Hattush, Zechaniah, Rechum, Meemoth, Ido, Jenitha, Abijah, Meamim, Maadiah, Bilga, Shinema, Jearab, Jadeah, Shalu, Amak, Hilkaah, Jadeah. These were the chiefs of the priests and of their brethren in the days of Jezra, Je, of Jezua. Moreover, the Levites. Jeshua, Beniu, Kadamel, Shebiah, Judah, and Matania, which were over the Thanksgiving, he and his brethren. Okay. So as you can see, these are a list of they're going over the people who were there that were carrying out uh, certain um, functions. And um, they're letting you know what functions they carried out. Okay. So, let's go back into this now. Um, we're on... Um... Nine. Also, Bakabuka and Buck. No, I'm sorry. Bakbukia, Bakbukia, and Uni, their brethren, were over against them in the what in the watches. And Jezreel a begot begot Joachim. Joachim also begot Elishab, and Elishab. Begot Joni Dodd, and Joni Dodd begot Jonathan, and Jonathan begot Jadua, J, no, it's Jadua, Jadua. And in the days of Jaakim were priests, the chiefs of the fathers of Shirah. Murah and Jeremiah, Haniah of Ezra, Mushalam of Amariah, Jehonah of Miracah, 
Jonathan of Shibana Joseph. Oh boy, we had a whole list. Of Haram Anna of Merav Hakanah. They really want you to know who these people are and who they're associated with. Of I do was um, Zechariah of Kinitha Mechshalam of Abijah Zechariah of Ming Amem of Modia and Pilata of Bilga Shemua of Shimara Shimaiya uh Jehoathan and of Joey Rob Matinai of Jadia Usi of Sal of Salai Cal uh of Amak Ebba of Hilkaa, Hashabia of Judea, Nethiel, uh, the Levites in the days of El Elisheb, Elisheb, right, Joada and Johanna and Jadua were recorded chiefs of the fathers, also the priests to the reign of Darius and uh, Darius the Persian. Okay. Uh, the sons of the Levites, the chiefs of the fathers, were written in the book of Chronicles, even until the days of Johannah, the son of Elishab, and the chief of the Levites, Hashabiah, Sherebiah and Jeshua, the son of Kadamel, with their brethren over against them to praise and to give thanks according to the commandments of David, the man of God, ward over against ward. Mataniah and, and Bakbuiah, Bakbukia, um, Obadiah, Mishalam, Talmud, Akab were porters keeping the ward at the threshold of the gates. These were the days of Jachim, the son of Jezreel, the son of Josedek, and in the days of Nehemiah, the governor of Ezra, the priest, the scribe. Okay, so now you understand why uh, Nehemiah and Ezra follow with each other because they were at the same time. Nehemiah was governor, Ezra was the priest, <laughs> but they're both prophets, okay? They're minor prophets. And all the dictation of the wall of Jerusalem they sought 
the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with thanksgiving and with singing, with uh, cymbals and pastry and with harps. And the sons of the singers gathered themselves together, both out of the plain country round about Jerusalem and from the villages of Neptopia, also from the house of Gilgad and also from the fields of Gibba and Asmavet, for the singers had built their villages round about Jerusalem. priest and the Levites purified themselves, the people and, and the gates and the wall. Then I, then I brought up the prince of Judah upon the wall and appointed two great companions of them that gave thanks, whereof one went on the right hand upon the wall towards the dung gate. And after them went Hosiah and half of the prince of Judah and Ezra and I'm sorry and Azura and Ezra and Mishalem Judah and Benjamin and Shema and Jeremiah and certain of the priest's sons with trumpets namely Zechariah the son of Jonathan the son of Shema the son of Mathanah, the son of Mitchka, the son of Zechariah, the son of Ashf, and his brethren Shimiah, the and Azarel, and Milhalah, and Gilad, and Maah, Nethel, and Judah. Hani with the musical instruments of David the man of God, and Ezra, the scribe, before them. And at the fountain gate, which was over against them, they went up by the stairs of the city of David at the going up of the wall above the house of David, even unto the water gate, else eastward. And the other company of them that gave thanks went over against them, and I after them and half of the people upon the wall for beyond the tower of the furnace, even unto the broad wall and, and from above the gate of Ephraim and above the old gate and above the fish gate and the tower of Hanael and the tower of Mish, the, and the tower of Mia, even unto the sheep gate, and they stood there in the prison gate. So stood the two companions of them that gave thanks unto the house of God. And I and half of the rulers with me, and the priests, Elikim, 
Mezzi, Mezia, Mimimim, Mika, Elonia, Zachariah, and Haniah with trumpets. Okay, we're going to stop here. And um, we're going to pause because we need to go to commercial. So, uh, those of you who are listening in, don't leave us. <laughs> we will be back in a few seconds. Um... Uh, Remember, I do have some things to share with you today. Uh, we have uh, quite a few surprises. So, please stay with us. Tune in. This is not going to be a one, two, three shot uh, thing. This is going to be uh, a little lengthy today. Sorry for those of you who don't like uh, long uh, productions. But today's is going to be a little bit long, but it's going to be quite rewarding for those who for those who stay. Okay, I'll be back with you in a few moments. Hi everyone, this is Minister Macmillan. Just want to take a few minutes to say a few words. Uh, those of you who have programs that you would like to air, or maybe you have something you'd like to say, uh, why not try Anchor Podcasting? You know, Anchor Podcasting has unlimited hosting and automatic distribution. They also have listening apps and performance tools. They have listening support. <laughs> And then, of course, they have audio recording. So those are just a few of the things that Anchor does give you. So, try and see it for yourself, Anchor Podcasting, and see if you don't agree. Try Anchor today. everyone we are back <laughs> thank you for being so patient okay we left off at verse 42 in chapter 12 and Mezina and Shimea and Elazar and Yuza and Johanna and Melka and Elam and Ezra and the singers sang loud and Jezariah their overseer. Also that day they offered great offerings or uh, great sacrifices and rejoiced for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The wives also and the children rejoiced so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard even afar off. And at that time were some, some appointed over their chambers 
for the treasures, for the offerings, for the fruit, first fruits, for the tithes to gather into them out of the fields of the cities, the portions of the law for the priests and the Levites. For Judah rejoiced for the priests and for the Levites that waited. And both the singers and the porters kept the ward of their God and the ward of the purifications according to the commandment of David and of Solomon his son. And in the days of David and Asaphah and Oh, there were chiefs of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving unto God and all of Israel in the days of Zerubbabel and in the days of Nehemiah uh, gave the portion of the singers and the porters every day their portion. And they sanctified holy things unto the Levites and the Levites sanctified them unto the children of Aaron. Okay, we're going to stop here at chapter 13 because I did promise you that I would get into some other things today for the ladies, some surprises for our, for our uh, history buffs, which we're going to do that right now. Okay, history buffs out there. <laughs> Who can tell me the capitals of these states? We're going to go over this real quick. These are fun facts, people. <laughs> we should know these, but actually. Okay, we got the state of Delaware. Okay, the capital of Delaware is Dover. The nickname is called the first state, the diamond state, or the small wonder. Then we have the Sunshine State. Hello, Florida. Its capital is Tallahassee. Then we have the state of Georgia. And we all know, we should know, Atlanta is the capital of Georgia. It's called the Peach State or the Empire State of the South. Not of the North. The Empire State of the North is New York, okay? All right. Then we have the state of Hawaii. Honolulu is the capital. Aloha State is its nickname. You have Idaho, which is capital is Boise. Yes, Boise. And it's the gym state. Then you have Illinois. Capital of Illinois is Springfield. I think most people do know that. And its nickname is the Prairie State. The next one will be Indiana. Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. And then the nickname for it is the Holster State. And the last one is Iowa. Des Moines. That's right. Des Moines, Iowa. Capital is Des Moines. And it's called the Hawkeye State. All right. Okay. That was pretty good, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> okay. And that was it for our history. Now, we're going to chime right on into our health. I said that I would share health with you guys. 
and um, that's my dog in the background barking. <laughs> um, and so I shift. So we're going to be moving into vitamin B1, okay? Uh, vitamin B1 is a water soluble, okay? Um, which is not stored in the body. It must be replaced daily, okay? Um, the official RDA for adults is 1.0 to 1.5 milligrams, okay? Uh, it says during pregnancy and last uh, lactation, uh, 1.5 to 1.6 milligrams is suggested. Um, if you're sick or stressed or you've had surgery, uh, you might need to increase it. Um... Okay, let's move on to its benefits. Okay, it aids digestion, especially in carbohydrates. Well, we, some of us are trying not to have carbohydrates. Um, it improves your mental attitude, uh, keeps your nervous system, your muscles, and your heart function normal. Uh, helps fight air or seasickness. Okay, uh, relieves dental prospective pain. Interesting, didn't know that. And aids in treatments of herpes and uh, zoster. Okay, um, anyone who has a deficiency usually has burby. Uh, now, they say the best natural source is uh, brewer's yeast, rice husk, unrefined cereal grains, uh, whole wheat, oatmeal, nuts, and organic meats, lean pork, mostly vegetables, and bran and milk. Okay, uh, it is available in low doses. Usually 50 milligrams to 100 milligrams and 500 milligrams. It's, uh, this is very interesting because I have this right in my, this is, happens to be what I take. <laughs> so it says uh, it is most effective in B-complex formulas, okay? Uh, balance with B2 and B6. And basically your B-complex, that's what it is. Uh, it is even more effective when the formula contains anti-stress uh, pathogen acid, folic acid, and B12, 100 to 300 milligrams. So I'm right on, I'm right on cue with mine. It's perfect. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I'm smiling about this. <laughs> uh, the toxicity. There is uh, no known toxicity for this water-soluble vitamin. But any excessive exertion in the urine 
uh, and not stored to any degree in the tissue or uh, or origins. Okay, so in other words, you might urinate a little more than usual the because that's the excessive coming out. So if the body doesn't need it, the body's going to push it out. Okay, uh, rare excessive symptoms when dose exceeds 5 to 10 milligrams daily, includes tremors, herpes, uh, edema, nervousness, rapid heart beating, and allergies. Now, you should not cook this in heat because it, you know, that's just normal. It destroys it. Uh, you shouldn't be taking it with alcohol or processing it in foods. Um, and basically, you should dr- just take it and drink a glass of water behind it. Air can destroy it. Uh, estrogen, uh, anti-acids, uh, any kind of medications with anti-acids will destroy the effects of it. Now, if you're a smoker or a drinker or you eat a lot of sugar, it says you need to consume more of B1. If you're pregnant, nursing, or on the pill, you have a greater need for this vitamin. Hmm. And uh, if you have it of taking an after-dinner acid you're losing the thymine, and you might have gotten from the meal. Okay, so that's why I was saying earlier you have to watch uh, certain other medicines with this because it'll it'll deter the effect. Okay, so if you have any kind of anxieties or trauma or post surgery. Um, you should increase the amount uh, because the body is pulling more, needs more, okay? All right, that's going to be it today for vitamin B1. The next time we will hit up vitamin B2, okay, guys? And that is our health segment for today. Now... We're going to have one last one before we close out. And that is, I have a recipe for the ladies. Yes, ladies, I didn't forget about you. Okay. Um, For those of you... For those of you who are... Trying to find it. Mm, Here it is. For those of you who love eggplant. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, eggplant. But eggplant is very good, and it's very good for you as a person. It has a lot of nutrients in it. Um, So... I'm going to do stuffed eggplant. Uh, You're going to uh, cut off one inch from the top of four large eggplants. 
Okay, reserve the tops and hollow out the inside of the eggplants. Leave about a half an inch wall and place the eggplants in a large, a large pot and steam for nine minutes. Then remove and allow it to cool. Now you're going to make the stuffing. So you're going to mix uh, one cup of cooked rice. Um, a quarter to an uh, an eighth to a quarter, excuse me, a cup of minced onions, because I know some people don't like a lot of onions. Um, A quarter cup to a half a cup of chopped mushrooms. Okay. Um, Half a cup of shredded cheddar. Two eggs. half a cup of dried breadcrumbs, a teaspoon of fresh basil or oregano, whichever one you guys want, or both. Some people use both. Okay. Then you're going to use one tablespoon of fresh minced basil okay a half a teaspoon of salt Uh, you can cut up a fourth of a cup of chopped green peppers okay and two to three tablespoons of olive oil. Okay, divide this mixture evenly among the four eggplants and stuff into the cavities. Okay, put on the reserve top and bake it for a 400 degree oven for one and a half to two and a half hours. Remove from the oven and slice the eggplants in half horizontally. And lift off the top half of the spatula and invert them onto the serving plate. Remove the remaining halves to serving plate. Top with eggplant halves with cheese or cheese sauce, whichever one you prefer. And that's it, ladies. Bon appetit. (laughs) Okay. Now, that is our program for today. I hope that everyone enjoyed themselves. I know I did. And I hope to hear from you tomorrow. Uh, I hope you tune in to hear our program tomorrow. We'll be reading again from Nehemiah, and we'll start at Chapter 13. Okay, everyone. Uh, Those of you who would like to contact me, you can reach me at anchor.fm, Linda, L-I-N-D-A, dash mcmillan m-c-m-i-l-l-i-a-n nine and for those of you who like to email me i'm mcmillions m-c-m-i-l-l-i-o-n-s 75 gmail.com now those of you who would like to sponsor us or who would like to donate we appreciate your sponsorship and your donations thank you um 
just press those two buttons at the bottom and you'll get that information. Now, we'd like to hear from you guys out there. Some people have, you know, sent a couple of things, but um, we'd like to hear from more of you. You know, what do you think of our program? Um, would you like to come on the program and say something? Uh, do you have something you'd like to add? You know, send me an email or get in contact with, with me directly by my anchor uh, podcast and um, hope to hear from you. <laughs> okay, uh, that's our program for today. This is Minister McMillan saying good evening. Have a blessed evening and good night. <laughs>